You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Folks, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 211. And again, not another palindrome. I like that when they're not another palindrome. But next week, or actually two weeks from now, in reverse, otherwise round backwards, it'll be a palindrome. But we can add that up later. So, hey, we'll, Kevin, what, what, what's a palindrome? I have no idea. I like the word. <laughs> cool. I don't know if I heard of Adam had him, So Yeah, Adam had him. So And folks, that is our extra special guest. Somebody who's never been on... Oh, wait. Yeah, he has. Just has been <laughs> like three years. Folks, welcome back with, with somewhat limited internets, Mr. Mark Greentree. Hello, guys, and hello, everyone out there in podcasting land. Can I have a round of applause for my return? No! Oh, <laughs> oh that, that hurts so bad. <laughs> ah, the no button has returned. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's good to have it's good to have you back, uh, Mark. Even though all we're seeing is your unusual little Skype picture there. Um, yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate. I, look, ever since we moved about uh, three weeks to a month ago now, uh, it took uh, my telecommunications company uh, over twenty days to get us reconnected in the new property. Even though there was a line here, supposedly they're very busy at the moment. Uh, anyway, they gave me free internet on my cellular phone, but it, on my iPhone, but it wasn't very much data either, so I had to be sparing, so I thought, oh, no, I better not do that. But then when they reconnected it, because we're further away from the local exchange, we've actually dropped in speed as well. So where I used to get, um, say, about 12 to 13 down, now I'm getting 9 down maximum. So it's actually uh, a bit slower. The latency is okay. It's not too bad. Um, but then we're having problems just like we are with, with this call. We, I couldn't send video and my audio perfectly. I mean, you know, we do crap on Skype all the time when this stuff doesn't work. Uh, but this isn't a Skype issue. This is, you know, I'll, I'll be browsing a website or something, hit a link, and it'll just sit there and do nothing. And then at night time, when everyone's at home watching Netflix, you try and browse the internet, you click, goes nowhere. It's absolutely ridiculous in my area at the moment. Um, and it's, it's really been since Netflix came out, but uh, out to Australia anyway. We just basically don't have the infrastructure uh, to cope with that, that high additional bandwidth. You, you ought to get that fixed. I'd love to, but it's out of my control, unfortunately. It's uh, the telecommunications company. And, uh, you know, I, I can get much, I can get anything up to 10 times faster speeds uh, on my cellular device. Uh, you it, said it's that just, before. Yeah, it's just I can't get the data. If I could get the data, I'd, I'd kill the landline, the ADSL2 plus connection immediately. I, I don't want it. Um, the cellular works really well. I was using that, you know, periodically um, in the interim. But the thing that I noticed most about not having the internet was I actually got to live life again. So did my kids. We uh-huh. weren't addicted to the internet. We weren't sitting there watching countless hours of Netflix. We weren't Hello? Uh, wasting time on Facebook. And, and so, and have I dropped out again, guys? No, we still hear you. Because oh. Mike said Hello. Mike, we lost Mike there for a second. We lost Mike. Poor Mike. I think, I think I'm back. 
Maybe you're. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Skype just went. Uh, so Mark's yeah. having uh, uh, bandwidth problems. Apparently, Skype is having a moment here. So this could be a real interesting podcast tonight. Kevin may end up doing it all on his own. That's yeah, that that, that 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 could be rather interesting, actually. Right. Um, but you know what? What we did notice was that we were enjoying the things that we we had in our own collections. So instead of streaming everything and having access to everything at one tap of a button, uh, you know, we, I was going back through my own book collection rather than going and looking for new books. I, I was listening to my CD and, and vinyl collection versus streaming on title. I was watching my own movies and TV shows off DVD and Blu-ray rather than streaming on, on Netflix. Uh, and what I found was that it was just less frustrating. It, it, Netflix and that is great. It's absolutely wonderful. I love it. I, I love Tidal because it gives me the CD uh, music store in my home. But the problem is that it also allows me to sample, I think, too many different types of, of content. So too much music or too too many TV shows and movies if you look at Netflix. And you kind of get into this stage where you end up compulsively watching or compulsively listening. And I'm not sure that I enjoyed that compulsive behavior. And I mean, this is just a personal observation. Um, so it's interesting to run without internet for a while and actually see what happens. Um, you know, obviously I couldn't do the podcast, so that that's a limitation. Uh, and there's other limitations, as you guys know, you, you need something. But what we did was we actually, I, I felt so comfortable with less internet that I took the uh, one terabyte of data allowance per month and reduced our bill and took it down to 400 gigabytes again. Mm -hmm. And then... That way, you know, we, we can have this newfound respect for all the stuff that we already own and experience that and experience life, do things a little bit more. And, and we're not – the kids were amazing. The kids would play together and come up with stories and they'd play with their toys and, and come up with stories. As soon as the internet came back on, head in iPad watching Netflix in their individual rooms, they didn't communicate at all. And I just went, you know, fuck this. We're not doing this. We're going to turn it down, and you guys are going to start appreciating each other's company, start respecting each other's company, and work together and collaborate. And um, I'm happy that I've done that. You know, they still have access to Netflix, but it's just, listen, watch one thing, then get off the damn thing and, and go and play with your brother or sister and have fun. Well, you know, I, I do limit uh, the kids' access to the Internet. Um, my oldest... Uh, device her device is cut off from the internet at seven thirty every evening, and it mm -hmm. forces people to come together either in the family yeah. room downstairs or upstairs. Um, and I just I just turn it off. I mean, devices mm -hmm. lose access, and that's the way that's the way it goes. And it does. Yeah, tend I, to... I haven't gone to that stage though. It might be something that I should look at doing though. I've been doing it now for, I don't know, year and a half, maybe two years. And Do you find it's restrictive? Like, do you find that maybe if your daughter wants to do some sort of research or something after that 7.30 p.m. 
cut off that then she feels limited or is it that she works everything in before that 7.30 p.m. deadline? 90% of the stuff is worked in before then. Mm-hmm. The other stuff, there's communal PCs. I know, uh, I mean, Mark knows this and I think Mike knows this. You can kind of see over my shoulder. Great for the listeners. Um, <laughs> there's there's uh, two laptops and uh, my Mac Mini I got from uh, Mr. Shepard very cheaply. They sit over there. They're that's commu- the one he never opened? No, that's not the one he never <laughs> opened. Uh, I swear he still hasn't opened that one. I haven't asked him recently. I swear he hasn't opened I, it. I, I think he's doing it just to annoy you. Oh, um, yeah. But it's uh, those are communal PCs, but that, you know, you have to be here in the family room with everybody to use those. Mm-hmm. Or I let them use occasionally the uh, my MacBook Air, the old original MacBook Air that I have upstairs. Um as a computer when I'm not using my iPad if I need a computer. And it's mainly my Windows 10 computer, actually. Um, it's upstairs. So, I mean, they can... I will let them use that for an hour or two in the evenings. But, it, you know, we're tweaking it. We're feeling our way around it. And we'll, we'll get... I, I think it works. I mean, my wife mm-hmm. and I are both happy with it. And, I mean, now that I have uh, Netflix... And I have streaming Netflix, because that's new for me. I was just on the DVD plan. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that I have streaming Netflix, uh, I absolutely love it, because we've been catching up on shows that we never got around to watching. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Thanks, Mike, and the rest of the crew over at Sci-Fi Tech Talk. My son (laughs) and I are now very much into Dark Matters. Ah, good show. Good excellent show. show. Excellent show. I haven't haven't seen that yet. All right, I'll have to check that out. Dark Matters. And that's on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on Netflix in the U.S. It might be in Australia, though. But uh, it, I will see. Well, it's a Canadian it, show, so maybe they're a little more liberal with their licensing. Well, it's sci-fi t- uh, channel, so, uh, yeah, and a Canadian production. So, that, yeah, they might be licensed at more places. Well, I think, mm, I don't know, what, how. what's the... Uh, if it's in Canada, do you get it, Mark, or does it not work that way? Um, it doesn't always work that way. We get way. a lot of UK TV, but it doesn't, no, we don't get a lot. Right. No, it's not on Netflix in Australia yet, so um, okay. that, that sucks. Well, and then another another one that I think is on uh, Netflix, well, I, bought the se- I bought the seasons for both through uh, uh, Amazon, but uh, another one that, we've been, uh, that we just did that's real good is The Expanse, based on the the book Leviathan Wakes. I actually think I have The Expanse. Uh, I do. I have one season of it, or t- or maybe two seasons of it. No, I think it's only got one season. Uh, they're working on their second season now. Oh, okay. Then I have one season. I do have one okay. season of that. Okay. I haven't so had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah. Um, you know, you know uh, Netflix, well, let's see. <laughs> I've got a bunch of them just, well... My excuse is I use them for sci-fi tech talk, but I've got mm. Netflix, I got Hulu, um, um, I got Amazon Prime, so I get a lot of stuff uh, through those, and then I uh, subscribe to CBS Access because there's a lot of CBS uh, shows there that I like to watch. Uh, NCIS Person of Interest is coming back. I see next Tuesday, I think. So I'm going to have to get my uh, recorder set up so I can uh, get that saved up. But it's the final series of it. Yeah, the final season. Yeah, I'm hoping they're going to wrap it up. I mean, they've kind of sucked me in. I hope they're going to give it a good treatment, not just here's you know three shows, shut up and go away. Sit down, um, shut up and like it. Yes. Um, but no, I'm interested in seeing that one come back. But um, 
you know, and I guess I don't have the same problem that you guys do because by the time, you know, we got internet throughout the house, the kids were already uh, old enough and were moving out. So that was never too much of an mm-hmm. issue. So I never had to really worry about uh, that. And now they're, they have to go out and they're adulting on their own now. So they have to make their own decisions on what they do. So they got to pay for their own internet. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I'm, I'm surprised, though, that my overall bandwidth has not gone up drastically since I've had Netflix streaming. I was... I haven't checked it since it's, we're past the end well, of the It's adaptive. So, so the Netflix streaming is adaptive. If, if you leave it in your account on auto, it will adapt based on the available bandwidth you've got. So you get high def if you've got a free open pipe. If, if you don't have much and everyone's on the internet, then it goes down to, say, DVD quality, which is SD. Um, so it will adapt. I, I, and what's interesting is, like, I have different accounts for the kids, and in each account you can actually change the bandwidth um, that it uses. So for the kids, I actually turn it down because they only use it on the iPad 2s and the, the Wii U on a really small TV and... And, and so forth. So I, I turn it down to um, SD quality, which uses about half of the, a bit more, more than half of the HD quality, uh, which is really good. But Kevin, you've got that 4K TV, don't you? Well, it's not a 4K, but it's a it's a 48 inch uh, high def television. And oh, okay. I thought it was a 4K or 4K capable. No, huh? But it's. I mean, I'm getting high def high quality through my Apple TV to it for everything coming off of Netflix. And that's the mm-hmm. primary place that I'm consuming Netflix is my big butt in the, in the recliner stretched out watching TV is, you know, this is, this is nerd lazy gasm fantastic or something <laughs> like that. Um, you know, cause I, my recliner stretches out to about the length of a queen size bed. So, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm, I'm pretty damn comfortable when I get my big butt in there and prop my feet up and, mm-hmm. I'm ready to rock and roll, but I've been streaming the hell out of it. My bandwidth is only, I've only increased, I mean, we generally run around 160 to 180 gig mm-hmm. a month that we're consuming. And then we've, this has only kicked me up about 10, 15 gig. So I, well, gotta, I guess, what are you doing instead? Like, what are you not doing? I, I guess is probably, because obviously Netflix is consuming time and you're watching that but what were you doing before you got netflix that maybe you were using more bandwidth um no it's cable tv wasn't using okay interesting so so i'm really surprised at how much you know because like i said we've watched dark matters i've been watching um uh rosemary and time that's a british show Mm -hmm. about two lady detectives i'll say it's a really good show folks if you haven't seen it um but uh, what else have I been watching? Catching up on some old Andy Griffith, Twilight Zone. Um, oh, I love Twilight Zone. Trying to think what else. Dark Matters, uh, Star Trek. Um, we started watching Star Trek The Clone Wars last night. Um, that. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're crossing the streams. Star Trek: The Clone Wars. Oh, Star Wars: The Clone, uh, the Clone Wars. Okay. Ah, now we've okay. just got to bankrupt Kevin's geek points. I uh, know. I even got. I even got that one. No, no. You, I'll take away ten thousand. I'm still plus a million. Oh, in case, Mark. <laughs> Mark might not have heard, but Lisa took all your geek points away. Lisa did uh, last week. 
she sets you back to zero again. She said, because of your something, I can't remember what Elisa said. She said, oh, no, Mark's at zero again. That, that's all right. Someone, someone's got to take them. Better, better her than you guys. Yeah, no, so, uh, but yeah, we've been, like I said, consuming I all of them. do not encourage him. Oh, no, it's in the show notes. Folks, ah. a little behind the scenes. Mark doesn't like it, but we did slip into it. I was actually going to let it go to the end of the show, but since Mike reminded oh. me, I'm going to jump in here real quick with... Shit. The world <laughs> famous weather report. Yes. We're going to have to get music for that somewhere else. So I, I even had it all queued up. Yeah, and been moaning and groaning about it. Yeah. Honestly, why do we have to do the weather report? Because everybody loves it. And it's non-controversial. That's right. How can you argue with the weather? It is. Oh, jeez. So well, hurry up. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Let's go. It's actually it's nice here. It's only about it's only about it's only about fifty nine degrees, and it's been unfortunately for the Apple Blossom Festival, which was this weekend, which I talked about last week. Uh, it's been kind of rainy. Uh, matter of fact, we got like an inch of rain in the last twenty four hours. So uh, sorry, people in California, um, <laughs> but uh, we got uh, it's been kind of rainy, damp. We're supposed to get rain almost every day for the rest of the week, I think. Um, but it's going to be nice. The high temperatures. Except for tomorrow, it's going to be blisteringly hot, like 82 degrees Fahrenheit. But uh, the rest of the week, it's supposed to be in the mid to low 60s. So that's going to be, okay, I can survive with that. It's a little warm, but I can survive with it. And and folks, just because I know uh, Mark won't say it, he's at a currently slightly hot 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's not hot. It's a beautiful day out there, beautiful day for walking. I'm going to go out for a walk later on. Actually, I've been doing a lot of walking uh, since moving into the new property. I'm yeah. clocking around about 16 kilometers per day, and uh, that, that equates to about 10 miles for you guys in the U.S. So, wow. uh, yeah, and looking to head up probably to around about 17, 18 miles in total in the next month or so. So, so Mark, Mark, machine. Will, I'm a machine. Mark will have to start a Patreon campaign for his shoe leather replacements. Uh, we'll get Mark. Well, I'm that. actually going to start a Patreon for subjective sounds too. I mean, it's been such a while that there's a few things going on in the background that I haven't been able to talk about. So, uh, oh. yeah, that's 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 going to come out where it'll have exclusive content, so an exclusive podcast, an exclusive uh, video review, and a opinion piece each and every week and i'm looking at charging about five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year um and i feel that's reasonable for the content that i'm going to be providing that's additional to the free content um but you know what tom will tell if anyone listening has any thoughts on on what should be charged if you think it's too much or not enough um you know I probably want to get people saying it's not enough, but you know what I mean. Give me some feedback and let me know what you think. Yeah, you can email him at mark at uranus.com. Oh, we haven't used that email address for ages. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like dot greentree at uranus.com, Kevin. Yeah. You got it. Another minus 10,000 geek points. We'll just we'll give them to Elisa. Well, I mean, with all Uranus problems, you know, that you have. <laughs> Well, there is the occasional leakage. Yes. Oh Lord. That's <laughs> when the Kling, it's when the Klingons show up, so Yes, oh, they they Klingon alright. 
So yes, yes, people. Mark is back. Yes, Mark is back. Well, before, before... <laughs> do we only got in this right when I'm here? Yes. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so, okay, so I'm the bad influence. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Well, well, Mark had wanted to ask me because of the bandwidth stuff. What we were talking about. Oh, and a shout out to listener Jim. Mark, you talk about your limitations. He's on satellite internet, and he has a band. He has a limit of thirty uh, gigabytes a month for everything. Uh, you know, well, I, I I can feel for him for for last month because I had um, had about fifteen to twenty, um, and it, it's tough. It, it really is tough. It makes you rethink. Um, but it also, when you do then have an open pipe, you then do really respect that not everyone has access to the world's media at their fingertips as easily as we all do. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's hard when, we, when, you, when you're limited. But when, when you're permanently limited, I think that's even harder. Um, that's It's impossible for anybody to be limited. Haven't you heard Apple and Microsoft, Wi-Fi is everywhere. There is no limit to anything. It is ubiquitous. <laughs> they don't live well, out here. I mean, Wi-Fi might be everywhere, but i got to tell you, I've never found a free Wi-Fi, except for when I've been staying in hotels and, and decent hotels, I've never found a, a free Wi-Fi that has worked properly. You log in, you get in, and then you try and do something, and it's like, no, nah, that ain't happening. And it's like, why not? It's just, it's a pain. Well, then you get kicked off, you get booted off, and it's like this free Wi-Fi craze that goes through... Uh, all the public places and that it's a load of crap. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I I, I never get on the free Wi-Fi because oh, it's not secure anyway. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's yeah. basically it. But you, but when you don't have the internet and you you go out, it's like you got to try and get some internet. And it's like you, you hop on. And for the last month, I've been going. Are you kidding me? This shit doesn't work. Are, are you going around like in uh, David Copper? Excuse me, sir. May I have another cup of internet, please? <laughs> you like that one? That's good. That's good. So, But Mark was asking about that because Mark, since he's been limited in what he could do, wants to know how I am with my Apple TV and where I am. I've had it now for, what, three months? I think that's right. Yeah, I've had it for three months. I think you got it about... Two or three weeks before I got my new iPo um, Blu-ray player, um, I, I got it. I know I got it. Like uh, Super Bowl was the beginning of February, and I had it uh, at least a couple weeks before that. So it was it was late mid to late January when I got it. So, mm-hmm. and I will tell you this: I'm considering a second one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And 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 so you blame me for the first one. Now you love the thing. Yes, I love it. And, and the funny thing is I've moved across to Oppo as my main um, platform instead of the Apple TV um, because it, it's got a much better video processing um, setup. I mean, look, you know, the Oppo is uh, eight times the price of the Apple TV, so you can understand why I've stepped up. It's a major audiophile, videophile improvement. But what you can actually do, and what I, I do do, is I run the Apple TV through the iPo, and then it uses the video and audio processing of the iPo, which improves the, the the quality of the stuff coming down the pipe from iTunes, which is pretty cool. Anyway, just geeky additional stuff. It's um, but you know, I, I still don't see a need, Kevin, for the Apple TV four. I look at it and I go, okay, yep, you can play a few games. It's great. Um, 
what I, I think would serve me well with something like that, I'd love to see an Apple TV come out with at least um, some storage that, that, well, I know the Apple TVs come out with storage. It's got storage. Like no, but I, what I mean is where, say, for instance, I've got my content on iTunes, and rather than streaming it down the pipe because maybe my internet connection is playing up or I don't, I hate, I hate streaming uh, video, start playing and 15 minutes in, the internet goes down or there's a, a, a blip somewhere and something doesn't work properly. I'd love to be able to download the, the TV show or the movie um, from iTunes that I own uh, to the Apple TV and play it later. So I could prep it in the day and, oh, okay, I'll, I'll prep it at dinner time. And then after dinner, we know that it's downloaded, stored on the Apple TV, and it'll play just like it would if I had the Blu-ray disc in the uh, in the player. Um, and that not having that ability really, really irritates me, especially when it's a walled garden. It's Apple's walled garden. So it's like, why can't I download that movie so that it, it plays perfectly? Because Apple, with their streaming too, it's also adaptive streaming. So you're not... Even though it says that, yes, if you buy high def, you'll get 1020, they will kick you back to 720 streaming if there's not enough bandwidth. That's the way Netflix does it. That's the way Apple does it. Apple Music is the same. It's all variable. Um, unless you go into the settings and turn all these these things off. But I, I just want it there so that I don't have to worry about it later on. I can do it on my Mac. I, I know I can download it there. I know I can stream it from the, the Mac to there. But when you're on the laptop, you, you know, you just couldn't be bothered with that kind of stuff. It'd be so simple with the storage on board to allow you to download for offline play. Well, see, now that's where the two TV, the two high def TV, there, 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 there. That's where the two high def TVs and my obsession with thumb drives come in because yes. I have all that stuff on a USB stick plugged into the back of my TV and I can just watch it. Mm -hmm. I can just pull it up in the TV. It's right there. It's whatever quality I decided to encode it at, you know, and it's, and I know there's people yelling Plex, Plex and everything else right now. Um, and I, and yep. I may dabble with that too, but I was going to be yelling Plex, but yeah, because I run. As we talked last week, I got my Plex server up and running, and I've got things. I've got I download stuff, and um, and I um, I've got that Play On server that I also set up last week, so that I can uh, even stuff through uh, Amazon and um, Vudu and some of those places where you buy movies. I don't know if it'll do Google or not. I can't remember. But uh, I can uh, use that to record it and download it and then put it into my Plex server. So I have that stuff handy there. And I can stream it or I can copy it to a thumb drive if I want to. And the Apple TV, that doesn't have any place for a thumb drive, right? No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. My Apple TV right. does not. That's where my Roku, that's where yes. the Roku's nice. It does have a place to do that. And I did yeah. find out that my DVD, my, not my DVD, my Blu-ray player that I bought when I got the new TV uh, has the same ability. I can plug a thumb drive mm -hmm. into it and it'll, I can play it through the Blu-ray player as well. So, yeah. I mean, that's helpful. In that way. Well, there are a lot yeah. of devices. I mean, like I said, you can get just a basic Roku for, was it $79? And you can plug in, I'm sure, up to a 256 gigabyte uh, thumb drive 
you can put a lot of movies on 256 gigabytes mm. of storage, and it's well, so high good sorry, qual- and a good video quality too. Yeah, I mean that's that's why I've sw- I've moved across to the Oppo uh, platform because it's it is the Swiss Army knife of Blu-ray and streaming players, and it it will play anything that you throw at it. It's um, incredible. Whereas the Apple TV is extremely extremely limited. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the new one's cool, but I just want to see more. I want to see more. I want to see. I want to be able to actually go into iTunes, not that I need iTunes bloated anymore, but I, I want to go and see what apps are available on the Apple TV. Because I'm not about to go and buy a brand new Apple TV just to see the apps that work on the Apple TV. It needs to be a bit like um, the Apple Watches with apps in iTunes and the App Store and so forth, where it'll show the iPhone version, the uh, iPad version, and then it'll show the Apple Watch features. It ne- they need to start doing the Apple TV features as well and, and have that highlighted, which I haven't seen yet. It may be there. I know that there was some website that could link in, but I don't know. I think I think it's a bit gimped. I think it's still a hobby, to be quite honest. I think it's still Apple's hobby, and I think they they dropped the, um, the ball quite severely uh, with the Apple TV 4. Um, I think they left a lot of things out, maybe because they want to release a new one and, and get it on a yearly cycle. I'm not sure. Um, and, and Kevin's flipping me the bird for some reason. <laughs> no, I like my Apple TV now. And and I've been getting a lot of apps on it. I've been... Um, I, I sent Mark and Mike my favorite new app that, that Mark, Mark will have. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not even a weather app. I mean, that, you know, I could go around. Well, Kevin's a freak. It's a freaking Christmas app counting down how many days until fucking Christmas. No, I, no, I mean, no. Ser- Day, days, hours, minutes, and seconds. Oh, I mean, who the fuck wants this stupid shit? I mean, seriously, this is the dumbest thing I've ever come across. You know what's stupid? You can't get certain things on the new Apple TV. Title, my favorite music service, doesn't have an app on the Apple TV yet. Yet you got this stupid Christmas countdown. My God. No, I had I had to torture Mark and, with and, that. and that's one reason, listeners, why I will not buy the Apple TV four because I don't need to fucking know that. I don't need to wish my life away day by day, minute by minute, second by second. Well, I think what uh, I'm going to do though is uh, I'm going to start sending Mark a daily snapshot of that so that he'll have it every day when he gets up. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just block all of Kevin's <laughs> communications when that happens, and, and that'll be it. That'll be it. That that'll be my well, data resign and just I can, not. I can send it to Gretel and have her show it to you. Oh Jesus! Well, then I can start posting. I just posted one in the uh, Skype conversation. There, it's a uh, a website called days dot two slash until slash summer. So we have hey, Kevin 40... like that, Mike. <laughs> huh? Kevin wouldn't like that. He doesn't like summer. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one too. 49 days, 20 hours, 56 minutes, and uh, 45 seconds until summer. Awesome. Oh, it's nice and warm. And, yeah. Oh, I don't need an app for that. Sun and sit down and relax. Once the temperature oh. goes above 55, it's summer. <laughs> and then what's that in Celsius? I don't... Um... I can't remember now. Probably about 30-something. 
no, it's not that much <laughs> Celsius. <laughs> okay. But it wouldn't be that much. Kevin okay. Meltzer at like 25. Yeah, it would be... Wait, wait a minute. minute. I can do it for you. Hang on a second. Fascinating listening here. It's, uh... It'd be about probably 20... Maybe 20, 21 Celsius. Oh, no, 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 not that, that much. About 15 or 16 Celsius. I take that back. <laughs> 15 or 16? <laughs> Jesus. And above that, it's summer. Oh, my God. That's how winter... That's that's summer. I mean, when it, once it gets up there, I'm screwed. I mean, you know, it's just I've got to I've got to strip down, buck naked, and sit on the outside if I'm going to be outside. <laughs> you almost got me to do a spit take. <laughs> I actually I kept to do a spit take a couple weeks ago. I think it was when the Comcast Bonnie was on. I don't remember what I said, yeah, but you said something, and Bonnie almost had me, and you and Bonnie almost had me spit water all over the screen and the microphone. <laughs> awesome. So. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, but anyway, I I did I downloaded a few new apps uh, yesterday. I got a couple FPSs um, that I've been playing around with on the Apple TV, and I actually like that. It's a nice sit back experience. They're not overly complicated FPSs. Um, the only problem is one of them tends to freeze up occasionally, and then you have to just go out completely out of the app and come back in. It doesn't recognize the uh, select button for some reason on my wireless. Uh, Gamepad because I use a gamepad when I'm playing that. So, well, you see, I almost I've been toying with the idea, of almost doing it, but I haven't quite yet. Either the Nvidia Shield uh, TV, or they had the Woot had the special on. Uh, I can't remember if it was a reconditioned or refurbished uh, Xbox One for like two fifty nine with a Connect unit and four games, and I almost. I almost jumped on that one, but um, that's something I haven't figured out. What are they changing about the Xbox One? I thought I read something, but I haven't dug into it. Um, universal apps between Windows and Xbox, I think. Or no, something about the Connect and online. I can't remember. I saw something about it, but so no, I know that PlayStation's really well has announced a new PlayStation Four with 4K compatibility. Um, I don't know if. It's something similar like that. I, I mean, I've been off the net for a bit, but um, one, one thing, speaking of gaming, that I have done is I've actually had the uh, PlayStation 4 uh, playing off my MacBook Air, which is kind of cool. So you can actually um, stream it on your local Wi-Fi network and you just connect the PlayStation controller into the MacBook Air and I can play PlayStation 4 games on my MacBook Air, sitting in the lounge room, sitting in my bedroom, kitchen, wherever I want. And um, it actually works pretty well. It doesn't go straight high def, so it actually it down samples to about 720p. But, you know, on a MacBook Air screen, it still looks pretty good. It's not that glitchy. I've been playing a few racing games on it, so you're getting a lot of, a lot of fast uh, motion graphics happening. And it's actually quite playable. It's actually pretty cool technology. Yeah, well, I see. I, I saw something here. I was trying to do a quick, some quick research. Uh, would it be free games with... Uh... Uh, Microsoft Gold or Xbox no, I, One. Gold. I, I thought they said something about the what's the thing that m- monitors your motions. And, oh, the Connect. Yeah, so they were doing something with Connect or something. I thought. I, well, I don't... where where it's not, you don't necessarily have to have it. I think from what I've heard, it's kind of become somewhat irrelevant because people don't use it that much. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's the thing that that I was talking about because. 
the Connect thing always just like the Amazon. Um, what is um, it, Alexa or whatever it is? Echo. Echo. Yeah. Thank you. Those things that are always listening. I know, folks. I'm old fashioned. It just creeps me out a little bit that the damn thing's always listening to everything going on in the house. You know, I'm sorry. That just weirds me out to think that if I slip a tongue, slip up a tongue and say, "Hey, Alexa," that it's going to wake up and start listening. So if it hears that, then it's always listening. And that- but, but what, what's to say that it's not always listening? I mean, we look at computer glitches all the time, and and what's to say that the uh, Siri function um, of your phone and that isn't somehow broken and isn't listening and, and capturing well, information. That, I mean, it, you just don't know. We've, we've got cameras on everything. I remember seeing a report where the, uh, I think it was the FBI or NSA's uh, chief of operations tapes over the, the camera on the laptop. Um, whether they do or not, I mean, who knows? But it, it's just one of those things that it's like, well, with the right code behind there or the right screw-up uh, from a code developer's standpoint, anything's possible. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I, I tape over this, the, the camera on my laptop. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it on all the time, and, or if it would accidentally get turned on. So I do that on my laptop, I have to say. Um, you know, it, I don't know. There's just... It does weird me out. I mean, I don't have... Hey, Siri... Oh, sorry, folks. I don't have... Hey... Blank, 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 blank. Siri set up on my... Uh, phone to work either. I don't have it set up on any of my iOS devices because I didn't find it that useful when I did. So I didn't set it up. But Mm -hmm. always listening stuff just... And I'm sure there are other stuff that is always listening to me. It creeps me out. That's why I disconnected my smart TVs from the internet because there was a story that came out that said some of the smart TVs, and I think Vizio in particular, the brand I have got dinged for collecting data and sending it back to the mothership uh for you know what's what's i I guess what's the problem if they do i'm i mean they don't need to know my viewing habits well and unless you're watching you know just porn all the time i mean (laughs) there should be no shame you know it's uh it's not shame okay you you watch honey boo boo i mean that is shameful you know (laughs) you know all jokes aside, it's it's not that. It's just that they don't... Why do they need to know? I paid for the TV. I'm paying for the bandwidth. They freaking don't need to know what I'm watching, how often I watch it, you know, how often I stream YouTube and stuff like that. I, I just, doesn't, it help, doesn't it help companies deliver better content that is more in line with consumer demand? Nope, not from what I've seen. So until they can prove otherwise, they're SOL with me. Yeah, but Kevin, what? if your de- if your devices didn't listen to you, nobody would listen to you. It's exactly right. <laughs> well said, Mike. <laughs> it's exactly right. Although I know my dear friends Elisa and Melissa will listen to me, even though you two bastards won't. <laughs> what? Huh? Yeah. Oh, did you, your lips are moving. I guess. Hey, hey, Mike, we're, we're getting across line somewhere, Mike. I hear another voice, but it's not yours. So, yeah, yeah, I know. There's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, maybe we got ghosts or something here. Yeah. Well, oh, hey, weather and Christmas and not. Jeez. Uh, and he's also I... telling me that we're number one. <laughs> hey, all right. Yeah, Woo-hoo. you bastards. Oh. 
But uh, you were talking about gaming. I, I have to tell you something interesting that I came up. I found a local gaming store that sells retro gaming stuff if you want to buy it. And nice. I went. it's called Press Start Games. And I uh, went in there yesterday for the first time. It's, really, it's like 10 minutes from my house, maybe 15. Um, it's neat. They have Atari 2600 cartridges you can buy if you want them. I mean, if you've got an Atari 2600 that's working, and they have from there all the way up, they had all the uh, Nintendo different types of cartridges. They actually had a Dreamcast sitting there that you could buy for 49 or $59 in working condition, if you mm. wanted. They had, uh, and they had games for, I still have my original Xbox. They had games for the Xbox, the PS, the PlayStation 1, the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and 4. All the way up through the current gen stuff. They have everything. And believe it or not, I was able to buy... I needed a new controller because I'm down to one for my Xbox. I got a brand new Xbox, original Xbox controller. They were they had it in another store. They shipped it down here. I just got to go pick it up. Cool. So, I mean, it's it's wicked cool. I mean, and they, I mean, they had, you know, Game Boy stuff. They had, oh, kind of, you know, Game Boy Colors... They had a couple of the wee, the red wees, you know, that you don't see much anymore. And yeah, Kevin, Kevin, if you've got the red wee uh, thin hat, then you better go say it, Doctor. Uh, I just yeah, say it's not so funny. I've had red wee before, and I did end up in the hospital when I had it. So, oh Lord, TMI. Yeah, well, that's, that's what <laughs> happened. But since when has ever stopped us on this show? So yeah, that's right. But uh, now it's a really cool game or a game store. I was really impressed by it. I. Um, I mean, I've been going to GameStop because I even have a GameStop membership. You know, we get the magazine and discounts and everything, and I won't quit going there. But this place is neat. I mean, you know, if you want to go down, they have a little bit of everything. So, you know, I can't knock it. My son wants to get more into retro gaming. He uh, found uh, a couple Game Boy cartridges. So I'm looking around hunting up to see if I can find him a Game Boy Color because they'll play on that. So uh, mm-hmm. I think I might pick him up a Game Boy Color when I get the chance. Oh, you wanted the Color, because we got the original Game Boy. Well, these are the cartridges for the sure. original one, but they'll oh. play on the Game Boy Color oh, as okay. well as the Game Boy. Well, they'll, they'll play on everything up to the Game Boy Advance. And, and In fact, I had the Game Boy Advance SP, which was the clamshell one, and probably the I'd say it was the besides the play the first PlayStation Portable. It was the best portable gaming system I've ever had. Um, yeah, so they are really good. They're they're well worth it. So yeah, he's uh, he was absolutely ecstatic about that. So I'll keep people updated. I mean, it's neat when you find a gaming store like that. They're they're not a big chain. I think there are like three or four of them here in the area. And when I say area, we're talking. Maybe a sixty-mile radius or so, mm-hmm. but it's kind of neat to find it and go, you know, go someplace different, see a different vibe, and and a lot of the the clerks in there, they were young kids. Oh, I say young, um, <laughs> they were you know mid twenties, early twenties, but they're all big time into retro gaming. They have retro gaming meetups where they go in and play. They have you know video game challenges where they'll pull out an SNES and play and have, uh, cha- you know, challenges and stuff like that. It's just kind of cool. Something interesting to do. So, mm. I like it. They actually had an SNES there, too, for sale. 
I always wanted one of those, but I was never allowed one. There's a good reason. There's a lot of things you weren't allowed. <laughs> I know. I was sheltered. Yeah. Life sucks. You weren't sheltered. You were supposed to have been kept in a box. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, but then I would have been like Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. You never know whether it's alive or dead. I wonder if Gretel knows if she puts you in a box, she could do that. I'm going to have to talk to Gretel <laughs> again. So, um, the other thing I want to talk about is I had to keep up with Mike this week. Oh. I couldn't let him get ahead. He bought a geeky gadget that was non-tech related, so I had to buy something that was geeky and non-tech related. And I, <clears throat> it's actually something I needed around the house. I bought myself a portable air compressor. Oh. And then I went out and bought all the attachments for it. <laughs> Well, see, I was trying to remember what, what uh, was my was that my uh, TV shows I bought? Yeah, your TV shows that you bought. Oh yeah, because I uh, also I think that same day we bought a uh, pressure washer. Oh, cool! Mark's going. Yes. What the hell are you people talking about? <laughs> oh no, no, I, I know what pressure washers are, and I know what air compressors are, and so forth. I just don't have a need for them, so I don't buy them. Well, see, I always have to inflate the kids' bicycle tires. The basketballs go flat. You've always got to inflate your own ego too, Kevin. But that's you know. true. But the air hose doesn't fit very well, and it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, at least you know where your ego is at. Yeah. <laughs> Blow your own trumpet. That's right. Okay, Mark lost it, folks. We're going to hit mute on him. But this, was, this is what they call a pancake one. Mike might know what I'm talking about. It's a six-gallon air compressor. Um, okay. By Porter Cable. Um, okay. It's but it's only weighs like thirty pounds. It's real nice and okay. we're going to do one hundred and fifty psi at uh, ninety scfm. I think it is. So it's okay. you know, it's, it's a nice little compressor. It was only one hundred and thirty bucks. I was right. really impressed. Well, and we've got you know uh, as long as we're comparing gadgets, I got it a while ago, but I got a um, portable charger. Battery, uh, battery unit that you put in your car so you can jump start vehicles. But it's also got um, a little air compressor in it. I used it the other day because the pickup at school, um, the battery was dead and the tire was low. It was too far away to drag anything out there to it. So I brought that along and uh, jump started it. And then I use the air compressor. It's a small little air compressor. It takes a while for it to get a big tire up pumped up like that but um they got it pumped up and uh and then it's also got a usb jack on it so that if the power goes out around here which is it's gotten more reliable over the years but it's not with uh outside the realms of possibility so um we've got that and my wife has got um uh i think it was a black and decker one that she bought no, maybe it's the Stanley. I can't remember which which brand it was. So her, uh, she's got one. I've got one. Plus, I got several sorted battery packs around here, little you know, pocket sized ones. So if we ever have another ice storm like we did about ten years ago, where you're without power for several days, uh, we should be able to keep our devices up and running as long as the cell towers don't go down. We should be okay, but we should be able to at least keep ourselves entertained for a few days because I would hope that a big you know, something able to jump start a car should charge up a phone for, I would hope, several days. Yeah, I've often considered getting one of those solar panel chargers to keep around for an extreme emergency like that, but I, I haven't bought one. But like I said, this was, this was I, I had one of those portable compressors like you're talking about, the little ones. Right. It had a light on it. I don't remember if it has a yep. USB port. But the damn thing got to the point that 
um, not only did it take a while to blow up a tire, um, but it was, you had to have some charge in it, otherwise it wouldn't work at all, and it was just a pain, and it got to the point now it wouldn't take a charge at all, so it was absolutely freaking useless. So I said, piss on this, I just need a compressor that plugs in, turns on, and away it goes. So. uh, you know, good air compressors are very good. When we were out in the farm, we had one. I didn't bother to bring it to town because it was a big old uh, piston style with electric motor on it. I didn't have any place to put it in there, so I think it's still out there at the farm. But if I ever, uh, what I suppose I could do, which would be complete overkill, but it would be kind of fun, put the tank in there, and then I could plumb uh, air around the garage using PVC pipe. Yeah, you could. Well, see, now I had a, another air compressor. I gave it to my brother-in-law. But it was a Montgomery Ward air compressor made in 1963. Still works. Works perfectly fine. The only problem is that it takes up a little too much room in my garage for no more than I use a compressor. Right. So I wasn't willing to give up space. I've given it to him. It runs. He uses it to inflate tires and on his motorcycles and his car, his truck, you know. He runs uh, power tools, you know, uh, uh uh, ratchets and stuff like that, you know, impact wrenches and things like that. So I said, great, you might as well take it because it's taking up too much room here and I'm not, because I have to put it away and it's too hard to get to because of the size to get it back out to where I can use it. So that's why I let him have it. This thing, you know, it's it's only about two feet in diameter if it's that big and it's only hmm. about two feet tall. Um, I'll put okay. a link to it in the show notes. It's by Porter Cable. But I thought, hey, this will work perfectly well. And, you know, for the price, it's good. It'll take care of uh, 99% of everything that I'll do with one. I'm sure probably 100% of everything I'll do with <laughs> one. I might have to get out my old impact wrench and see if it'll drive that. Oh, boy. So You're, you're going to try and get your nuts loose then. I'm trying to loosen my nuts, and then I'm going to get out the 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 the... I have a air chisel. I might see if I can cut them off if I can't get them loose. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> Mark's sitting there in shock, I think. Mark, do you, do you want to see my air chisel, Mark? No. No? <laughs> that was a quick answer. You don't want to see my air chisel? <laughs> so, but no, I couldn't let Mark, uh, yeah, Mark might get too far ahead of me on that. So, um, I had something else that came up, and I tweeted about this earlier this week, and I know a couple people favorited the tweet I saw. I was uh, My neighbor across the street recently had some landscaping work done, and I watched her. She was trying to take a picture of it, I'm assuming to send to somebody, which is fine. I don't have any problem with that. But she was struggling with framing the picture, and what got me and what came to my mind is how stupid some people are with tech. She's sitting there trying to frame it and in portrait mode, and I'm going, lady, turn the freaking thing to landscape, and you can get the whole thing in without having to stand three way, three quarters of the way down the street from your house. But she kept sitting there trying to frame it in portrait. I'm going, turn the phone. Turn the phone. <laughs> Why is it people are so obsessed with they cannot take anything but stuff in portrait mode? What the hell's wrong with people nowadays? Maybe they're not aware of it. I mean, well, I'm, not defend- I'm not defending idiocy, but if you're not shown or if you turn uh, rotation lock on so that it doesn't change, you know, because when, you, when you're lying in bed with an iPhone or something and you're trying to read a web page or something, it constantly sw- 
switches back and forth to landscape and portrait and it can be very annoying so if pe some people may not like landscape mode so they just keep it in portrait mode all the time maybe it's a a advertising educational limitation where in apple's advertising it's not really highlighting the ways that this can be used i mean they've added a lot of functionality um to the camera capabilities over the, the last few years um but does everyone know what those camera capabilities are does everyone care you know is it that important to some people to some people it's crucial to other people it's it's probably not that important well and, and i'm smart enough to know which direction to hold the phone but sometimes it's just easier to hold it in portrait mode when you're taking a picture rather than trying to flip it over to landscape and then have to grasp it differently um so it's and a little if you've quicker. got a case as well because sometimes right. the case can get in the way my book book does. It's, it's not necessarily a, a nice, quick, easy thing. Plus, how many times has a, a finger gone into the frame because you're holding the phone so that you don't drop it because <laughs> it, it is small. Yeah, that finger too, Kevin. Um, but you, you sort of you get a bit of a finger thin going into the frame there. And yeah, Kevin, please, you're annoying. You brought it up. Oh, okay, it's up. Yeah. Well, shit. Kevin can get it up anyway. Yeah, Mark couldn't earlier. Anyway, but no, I I understand what you're saying. All jokes aside, but I I, I seriously hope this woman does know how it is because she's a school teacher. So please, dear God, let me. Well, um, I say a few. Yeah, Mike. Mike, I think I might save you and, and just say I've seen a few less than yeah. intelligent school teachers. Well, and I work in a school, so. There's exceptional teachers, and then there's just hopeless teachers, and there's nothing really in the middle, well, other than the rest of them. <laughs> well, you know, I, this lady is not the, may not be the brightest bulb in the bunch. When we had the big snowstorm, and she shoveled okay, her... Let me ask you, how come you weren't a gentleman and, and went across and showed her or asked if you could help? Because I don't like big... her. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Well, that explains it. The only reason why I brought that up is because I, I was watching a. Once I got the internet back on, uh, I was watching an audio file conference that was done a couple of years ago. And one of the things that, that came up, and it was that why does the average uh, music fan get turned off when audio files talk about music and that? And a lot of it's because. Uh, you know, the equipment that you've got or the way you choose to listen to music went on YouTube? down. Yeah. So I'm, I'm down on that. Instead of saying, that's great, Kevin, but there's also this, you know, instead, I just call you a bloody idiot for, doing, for listening to music on, on YouTube. Um, I'm okay with that. Know, no, but I, I mean, in all honesty, it, it's the approach of the way you do it because when you know that there's something better or something that you believe is better, then you tend to have a, a certain opinion and, and you throw that to other people. And that's why I asked you, well, you know, because some people don't know unless you show them. I mean, um, Gretel, my best friend, both of them are clueless in certain ways when it comes to technologies. Um, and, you know, it's like, just ask me. Don't sit there struggling. Just ask. Well, I mean, most people will ask me. Um, I get asked some really strange technological questions, but I do endeavor to try to answer all of them or at least point people in the right direction. Um, but no, the, the, this lady, yeah, 
I, I won't go into any more detail. She's <laughs> she's not the brightest bulb in the bunch, and thankfully she doesn't teach at any of the schools my children go to. Um, <laughs> well, and I'll try and volunteer. You know, if I see somebody, because uh, one day uh, one of my Facebook friends uh, posted something about, uh, and she's a, a teacher at the school, was trying to do Minecraft with her eight-year-old son, and she hadn't done Minecraft. And it's like, what do I do? Because the monsters are killing me and all this other stuff. And so I gave her you know, one useful tip to help her get started, and it was basically you can go in there and just turn it over to peaceful mode. Uh, so you aren't getting attacked by monsters until you get used to what you're doing there. I mean, that's a quick and simple one. But uh, I don't mind uh, you know, offering help to people. And I've kind of become, okay, the standards are low in this town, so that's how I can get away with it. But I kind of become a, a guru <laughs> of sorts here uh, because you know they'll ask me questions. And I'm just nerd enough that I just like figuring out how things work and will figure it out. So, yeah, they'll just come to me and say, you know, what do we do? Because the other day we were uh, they were trying to set up a wireless mic in the uh, in the gym, and she gave the one of the teachers gave it to me, and I'm sitting there, and it wasn't the most intuitive, and you had to do a little experimenting, but uh, finally got it to work. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, I'm I'm more than willing to help people, but I'm on the same page as Ken. If they annoy me, yeah, well, okay, you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I I get that, but yeah. It, it's just help it's, people, you know. I, and I, I and I always do. I should move out there to your town, Mike, and then then you and I could form a a small union and we could control the town. Uh, it wouldn't be that hard. Uh, it's kind of like in the in the kingdom of the blind, the one eyed man is king. So uh-huh. there we go. So uh, I'll be Darth and you be Vader. There we go. <laughs> and then we'll have our uh, our sister Ella. Yeah, <laughs> elevator. Yeah, um, but um, okay. bump. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, it's just I, I always I do try to help people with technology, and you know I get questions from my family. I get questions from a lot of people. Um, what really amazes me is when I'm playing a game, my son will get frustrated with me if it's just a game I'm just learning. You know, because I don't read the the instructions where he reads all the instructions for games for a video mm-hmm. game. I just jump in and start playing and figure it out as I go. Oh, and that does the same thing. She looks like a spaz when she does it because she just presses all the buttons at once. Somehow she actually manages to win sometimes too. It's weird. Well, what really got him is we started. I started playing uh, Johnny Jetpack. I think is the name of the game. Uh, and I figured it out, and within about ten minutes, I had uh, come very close to his high score, and he's been playing for months. <laughs> oh, that didn't settle well with him. But you know, I you know I do tend to jump in. But, I, you know, I am willing to help people. I am always willing to jump in and help people out. Um, but when you when you do blatantly stupid things, I'll forgive you two or three times. But after about the third time, I'm just not forgiving you anymore. You're on your own. Because that's when you reach the point where stupid's got to hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you mean. And there's some days I just want to take their phone, take a hammer, smash it, and hand them a stone tablet and say, this is all you're allowed to use. <laughs> well, I had uh, I, I had an interesting thing recently where I saw somebody trying to use um, uh, a, a phone, you know, uh, a soft phone on a computer, and they're trying to use a soft phone on the computer. And I said, "You're really going to want to get a wireless headset if you're going to use a soft phone on the computer." Oh no, it's fine. And this is somebody that runs around with their laptop all the time. Uh, no, no, everybody's fine. Within five minutes, not even within five minutes, twice this person 
hook the cable from the head from the laptop going to the headset and almost drop both on the floor. Hooked them, <laughs> and it's like, oh dear God, I told you, use a wireless headset. It's a bad combination to walk around with a wire hanging off of your oh. your laptop. I hooked it on a chair as walk by. It's like, no, no, I told you, wireless headset <laughs> only, only wireless headsets, folks. But I'm not much on that kind of technology, soft phones and stuff like that, because I don't want to be that tied to my computer. You know, I want to be, I want to have a little liberation when I hit off. It's off, and I don't, you know, I can still answer the phone if I want to talk to somebody. So, but, you know, it's just, I'm different that way. I guess I'm old-fashioned, you know, just like when we were talking about I had to find out who Run DMC was and who Enema was on the show the other week, so... And let's not forget Bouncy. Yeah, Bouncy. Bouncy and, and Jazzy are, are breaking up, I heard, on the news the other day. Isn't that right? Uh, if, if you say so. I, or No, I thought they're back together. What, wasn't she doing the, the Lemonade uh, video or something like that, or the movie about her marriage and ups and downs? I thought they were reconciled, but I don't pay attention to that stuff. So, Mark, do you even know who we're talking about? Not now, no. You don't know who Bouncy is? Tell him, Mike. No. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, Beyonce. Oh, oh, I know who they are. Of course I know who they yeah. are. I just didn't know that you called them Bouncy. Bouncy and Jazzy. That's the way it looks. That's the way I'm pronouncing it. Just like Enema. So. No, Eminem. I have to know who those guys are because uh, they're plastered all over Tidal. It's the only one negative thing I say about Tidal. I, look, I love all genres of music, but they do really pump the the rap hip hop um, and pop music kind of stuff of the uh, of the owners and co-owners uh, of title and I'd love them to branch out a little bit more so that when you actually open the app it's more than just rap and hip hop and it's got the classic rock the hard rock or more my personal taste I think that's where Apple's got Apple Music mastered well because you jump into that and you get to see the music that appeals to you more whereas title doesn't hasn't quite got that uh but they've got better sound quality, so screw up okay. the music. Uh, Kevin, you or Mark, you brought up um, music, which kind of reminded me. I, I wanted to get your take. What do you think of Axl Rose being the lead singer for ACDC? Fantastic. Okay. I, I just I saw know. Brian Johnson. I saw Brian Johnson last year in in November when I saw ACDC, and his voice was shot then. Um, he wasn't hitting the notes that he used to be able to hit. Now, the thing is, I don't see it as a disrespectful approach. I see it as, well, this gives Guns N' Roses another decade of touring and recording music. Now, will Axel actually record any new music with the band? I don't know. Uh, Brian Johnson has come out and said that he will still be recording. If that's on his own or with ACDC, it's not clear. But I think it could be a wonderful opportunity to have Brian in the studio recording new ACDC music, have Axel's the, the touring uh, cinema. Now, similar things have happened in years gone past. Recently, there's been the Guns N' Roses reunion. Years ago, Slash um, split off from the band, the lead guitarist, and he, he came out with his own band, and then he did his own solo records. He did one solo record with a guest vocalist, and then he wanted to tour with that record, but of course he, he can't take a dozen different artists, a dozen different vocalists out on the road with him for an 18-month stint. So he got one vocalist, 
and um, oh, his name's uh, failing me now, unfortunately. But he got one vocalist, and he was perfect. He he could actually do the entire range of songs extremely well. And I mean, people are calling it a karaoke type thing and so forth. But look, I, I saw um, what Guns N' Roses did with Angus Young at the Koshlia Music Festival, uh, which was only in the last month. And the couple of songs they did there, I've never enjoyed Riff Raff as a song, but they did a whole lot of Rosie and Axl Rose just nailed it. He just did a beautiful job of that. Um, so I, I think it, I think it's good. He's got a good voice. He's got the energy. As long as he doesn't turn up two and a half hours late to a show like he does for his own Guns N' Roses shows, I think fans are going to enjoy it. And I think anyone who um, you know thinks it's a bad idea just doesn't remember the Bon Scott era turned into the Brian Johnson era. And I think it's, this is just yet again another era shift that we'll see ACDC touring and entertain us for 10 years. And I'll be quite honest, Mike, I don't listen to a lot of lyrics when I listen to music. And quite frankly, half of Brian Johnson's lyrics you can't understand anyway. He's got that type of voice where his voice and vocal delivery becomes more an instrument than it does a delivery of actual meaning, whereas Axl Rose has that vocal delivery that you can understand the actual words of the song. It's it's quite different. so look, another decade of them touring, and look, you go to an OCDC concert because it's loud, because it's fun, uh, and you want to see Angus in his school uniform, you know, bouncing across the stage, doing a little duck dance, and then you want to see him bare his ass to 80,000 fans. That's why you go to an OCDC. I don't care that they, they're changing vocalists. I, I look forward to seeing how it actually turns out. I think it could actually be a really, really good move for, for both artists. Well, you know, I don't really remember ACDC that much before, uh, in the uh, Bon Scott era. I mean, I'm mostly uh, Brian Johnson. So, mm-hmm. Well, see, Brian's been there for, what, 35 years, something, something like that now? Yeah. Long, long time, maybe 36 years, I think, from memory, because um, it was 1980 was the last one with Bon Scott, um, Highway to Hell. Uh, and then Back in Black came in either 82 or 84. No, maybe Back in Black came in 1980. Anyway, look, I've got the Bon Scott era stuff, plus I've got the Brian Johnson stuff. Who do I think is better? Brian Johnson. Yeah, I would have to agree. But also the band, as a band, is more polished since Brian came on board. You've got to remember, in the Bon Scott era, they were still a young band in their first decade. When Brian came in, they were developed, they, they had the sound, and then they just pushed it harder. And I, I look at the Axl Rose link and I, I go, hey, this this works. This um, this is a good move. It, it cannot be bad for fans. And I, look, what, what do the fans want? Would you prefer to just have them cancel the concert like other musicians do and just walk away and say, sorry, the lead singer can't perform, so we're not going to do it? Reminds me of Dave Grohl. He broke his leg at a concert and they took him out the back, they pumped him full of morphine and he came back out on stage and he played music again. And then he toured with a broken leg and they had this, this, um, this chair for him that he sat in throughout the whole tour. And he played and he was rocking out. Axel Rose recently borrowed that when he, he broke his ankle. Um, and... That's, I mean, that's rock and roll. You just keep going. You know, it's sad that someone falls by the wayside, 
but you keep going, you keep reinventing. As long as it doesn't get to the, the point of stupid and it, it's a good move, I think it's great. Well, you know, that's where people, I've heard people a lot of times, I'm not a huge fan of Madonna, but mm-hmm. I have to give her props. I am. She has reinvented herself so many times and yes. stayed current that I'll give the lady Absolutely. props. I mean, I, you know, again, she's, she's starting to show the miles now the last time I saw her, but bless her heart, she's not a young woman, and she was never a real, real pretty woman in my opinion, but... Um, Oh, I, I beg to differ, and I, I think she's uh, what for her age group now, uh, or, or every time she hits an age, um, she's been one of the hottest women on the planet. Um, but she has reinvented herself continuously, and musicians who stay current and who stay in the public eye do it, but do it well. Um, you know, there's a lot of musicians that have tried to change. Why don't they say they say change? They've been playing the same songs. For 40 years. They're not going to change. If they record anything different than the same song that they keep recording, no one's going to buy the album. It's going to be, no, don't want that. That's not ACDC. They've got a sound. They've got a technique. Metallica's changed their sound too many times and has had a number of backlashes uh, from fans because they've been that trash metal. Then they went pop metal um, and, and pop rock and... Then they went back to trash, and then they went and, and they've done different things all over the place. And that's that, the artistic license, too, to, to be able to go and, and do whatever you want. It reminds me of people complaining about um, exclusives. Oh, you know, if you want a new Beyonce album and you want to stream it, you've got to go to Tidal. If you want this and that, you've got to go to Apple Music. And it's like, just remember that artists can present their music or their artwork in whatever form they choose and it's not up to them to provide it to you in a matter in a manner that suits you it's up to you to go and, and source it if you're a fan so stop bitching and stop pirating um that kind of stuff really irritates me well you know what's really interesting is um you know who darius rucker is right no yeah hootie and the blowfish hootie and the blowfish oh yep another I, band i i had heard of hootie and the blowfish I uh, mm-hmm. heard it referenced a few times on popular TV shows. So let me put air quotes around that. That's the only way I knew. I don't know their music. But I mm-hmm. never knew who Darius Rucker was until he recorded a country music song called Wagon Wheel, which I mm-hmm. dearly love that song. And he's started doing country. So he's reinvented himself, you know, in, in, in doing that. And, and I do, you know, regardless of what I think of some types of music and I'm going to say this and people are going to hate me for it I do not consider rap any form music it is just talking fast it's not music so that being said yeah, I, I, I disagree I mean rap's not a highlight of my music library I do have a number of rap albums I do enjoy it at times um, it's an art form though I mean, music is an art form. Music is noise that is appealing to someone. Yes, I, I understand I think, it. It's not you, but right. it, it's appealing to someone. And, and, and I understand that. I just rap and, and and opera. I cannot deal with either one at all. I, I, I love opera as well. I I, I I can't understand what the hell they're saying. They got to talk in English. Sorry. Um. Oh, no, no. Actually, some of my favorite music is in Farantana. I love some of the Italian artists that 
that that come out in the the pop rock genre they are absolutely incredible can't do it if it's not if i can't understand it i mean if i can't understand that's the difference i look at vocals as another instrument i don't look at it in what are they trying to say with the song i've never enjoyed music that way uh obviously you've got some of your catchy songs you know the lyrics from the catchy songs but do i really care what the lyrics are that's why i i can listen and enjoy rap music because i don't care about what they're saying and and the meaning behind what they're saying i care about the beat how it makes me feel how that vocal delivery uh generates a feeling within me you know if it's a more guttural delivery then it's more aggressive and then you know if i'm you know mowing the lawn i'll listen to something with a more guttural vocal delivery because i don't really want to be mowing the lawn but i got to get out there and do it, it it's motivational um, is what I find. Whereas when I want to be more relaxed, I'll throw on something classical, something operatic. Oh, no, I like um, classical. Don't get me wrong. I do like classical music. It's opera but, I do not like. Bear in mind, in, within opera circles, there are some things that I don't like. I mean, look, even I, I class myself as a heavy metal and, and rock and roll fan, uh, first and foremost, but there's some bands and artists in that genre that just suck. They're absolutely hopeless, and I, I wouldn't want anything to, to do with their catalogue of music. So I think it, it comes down to, as well, what type of rap music, what type of opera you've, you've heard and, and, and listened to. Um, you know, it, it is there is a, a wide variety. I mean, there's that really, really strong operatic um, stuff that, you know, can break glasses. Um, and then there's the other operatic stuff that, you know, is more pal- palatable that you might see in almost a Broadway show, if that makes sense. No, yeah, I'm not aver- averse to that. I mean, I've been to uh, musical theater a couple times in my life, and I don't mind it, but the the rap part of my problem with rap is there's too much bass in it and that's one thing and my my fam, uh, my uh, whole uh, family hates it when i get into the when i get in someplace i turn the bass down bass has to go down it hurts it gives me a headache really badly so i have to turn so the you, bass. you pump the treble up uh some yes i do not a whole lot i uh, like it. I, I, I cannot listen to music like that but so that that's the way you enjoy it that's the way if you're going to listen to music, that's how you're going to do it. Um, it's definitely, I, I need a nice low end um, in sound. Um, I absolutely hate treble. I, it's necessary. You absolutely have to have it. Um, but I dial it out as much as possible without damaging the music. The problem is if you go the other way and take too much bass out, then you damage the music as well um, because it, it's, different but rap will never sound good if you take the bass out it just it can't it, it is a bassy sampling type of music it has to have a low end in it it, it just it makes me it physically will make me ill at times if, if there's too much bass and stuff i will physically become yeah. ill uh a brown note so <laughs> as opposed to a blue note <laughs> i don't understand that just to understand that one Mythbusters yeah. did a uh, uh, an episode on uh, it, it, is there such thing as a brown note? Basically, a note that you could hit that would cause your bowels to evacuate. Oh no, it hadn't gotten that bad note. yet. It hadn't <laughs> that bad yet. Oh, okay, oh. but I'm just so saying just I, some of the music you listen to. It will give me a headache. It will make me feel a little bit nauseous if there's too much bass and stuff. 
I have to turn it out. I, I, I have to crank it out. I, I just, oh, it hurt. It, so, so anyway, that's, you know. What maybe you should do, try this sometime, Kevin. Go to your iPhone or something and then load up some music and set the equalizer in, in the music settings to flat. Um, and then what you get in is basically just a flat signal that's not influenced by additional bass or reducing bass, but it's what came as close to the facsimile that came out of the studio. Um, you know, you, you add bass boost if you want more bass than, than what the recording actually has. But for an ACDC fan to not want bass, boy... That, I mean, honestly, you, I need the, the bass to such a level that I feel every drum beat vibrating through my body. Yeah. I need to yes. feel the bass guitar vibrating past me as I'm sitting there. I have to... Part of my music enjoyment is feeling it. If I can't feel it physically, then it's not music to me. I, I therefore don't listen to music at low levels. I listen quite high um or i just position myself closer to the stereo if you will yeah no see that's that's where you and i differ right when i do listen to music i don't now i I don't turn the bass all the way out but i do listen to it probably pretty flat Mm -hmm. you know and then i I will turn it down a little bit beyond that yeah flat isn't bad i mean if you had a a rotational dial and you had bass uh plus five on one side and, and treble um you know, minus five on the other. If you set both of those dolls right in the middle, uh, you'd be pretty good to go. You, you, that's a, a flat waveform, and you wouldn't have any issues. Then you, I, I could even listen and enjoy music that way. It also depends on the speakers too. Sometimes in the car, I'll dial in the bass, and I go, "Oh man, this thing vibrates." Jeez, I'm losing too much um, sound information here, too much clarity. Um, so I actually dial it back sometimes in the car as well. It really depends on the system you're listening to um, and how you're enjoying that music. Yeah. Well, you know, I have issues. We've, I fully acknowledge that I have issues when it comes to those sort of things. So, But it's, yeah. it's subjective too. Oh, yeah, quite subjective. But, no, I can't do crap. I just I, – I, just, I, I can't do it. Did, did you say you can't do crap or you can't do rap? I can't do rap. <laughs> and I had a little hip-hop rap. Yeah. <laughs> In my head, anyway, it sounded good. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I can do instrumentals, and I can do people singing. But when you're not doing either, then it drives me crazy. See, what I love about rap music, perhaps most, is the sampling of other songs. They're very, very, very big samplers. And yeah, I, don't I love... Either. But see, I, I like that reinterpretation, that remix, that let's take this element and see what we can do with it. And I really enjoy that. And, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way I work. Look, I, I, I love all music, but in every single genre out there, I love something. But also in every single genre, I hate a lot of it as well. No, well, fair enough, fair enough. I just... it's, it's, it's what you've been exposed to. You know, if you listen I, I haven't been exposing people, myself you, you, to anything in public for a long time. <laughs> but you know, Thank if you God. listen to Justin, if you listen to Justin Bieber, you're going to be turned off pop music for life. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I grew still, up. 
I grew up listening to Lawrence Welk and uh, besides, uh, you know, rock and roll and all that other stuff and uh, a certain amount of the Beatles and some of the classic rock and some of the country. And so I got, you know, a fair amount of, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, doing uh, Donkershoin. Um, oh, uh, Wayne, Wayne Newton. Wayne, Wayne Newton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I got uh, exposed to a lot of stuff. So I listened oh, to a fair amount. And, oh. Yes. Uh, and I've uh, listened to uh, I've listened to Square Dance Calling, which, you know, you could consider not exactly singing, but it's it got a certain lyrical quality to it if it's done correctly. Yeah, that's uh, true. But yeah. Which could be considered sort of a form of rap. No, 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 it's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> There is in the heavy metal genre, there are at least uh, 25 different subgenres. Uh, every genre now has subgenres built in. So because someone says they're a heavy metal fan doesn't mean that they like all heavy metal because there's variances well, within there. Same with rap, there's variances within that genre as well. Well, I, I will say this. There, there are two rap songs that I do like. Um... And one of them's uh, Amish Paradise, and the other one's White and Nerdy <laughs> by Weird Al. So, okay. mm-hmm. see, I can I have and, to turn the bass down in them, but I can listen right. to them. Well, and uh, we I got a, a two month subscription to Sirius uh, XM Radio, so I've been kind of flipping through there, and I found the uh, the hair metal uh, station. That's oh, yeah, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Some I, I've got to say, some of the '80s hair metal stuff is really good. Some shocking, <laughs> but but some of it's actually really good. Those guys back then had just wonderful open vocals where they could actually do a lot of different vocal deliveries. That's why you got that ballad, that that hard rock ballad, um, kicking in. And I know some people hate the rock ballads from the '80s. I love them. I think they're absolutely fantastic. Oh, I like them too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and then some of their other songs that more mainstreamers would say, oh, no, that's the song you got to listen to. It's like, eh, no, I don't really like that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've turned on lots of people, my daughter's into metal music and stuff like that and and hard rock, and she likes these newer T- bands. Tell her, tell her to get the new 6IM al- album uh, from Nikki Six. Absolutely well, astonishing. She's been listening to Megadeth and... Oh, Nice. Um, silence. No, what's it called? Sa- no, not sounds of silence. That's a Simon and Garfunkel song. Um, uh, well, Disturbed th- actually covered that on their recent album, and they did. Honestly, look it up. Disturbed sounds of silence. Look it up on YouTube, Kevin. I'll, I'll permit you to do that. Uh, oh, they've, yeah, got official, they've got an official video out. It's a beautiful rendition by yes. a heavy metal band. But I mean. In other words, she's into these other ones, and I know there's a lot of people into. Is it Dio? Is that how you say it? Oh, Dio's awesome. Ronnie James Dio, unfortunately, died a couple of years ago from cancer, but brilliant band. I mean, he he headed out uh, Black Sabbath after Ozzy um, left or got kicked out, whichever way you look at it. I can listen to some of his stuff. I don't mind it, but I'm really folks, that that man has gorgeous or had uh, I should say had uh, gorgeous vocals. I loved his high notes that he could hit. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I'm very middle what I like. I mean, again, my mixtapes back in the day, you know, I'd have ACDC, and then I'd have Orange Blossom Special, which is a bluegrass song, mm -hmm. and, you know, then I might throw in a Patsy Cline song, and then then have uh, Thunderstruck, you know, that you know yep. that was the kind of mix. Hey, I, that, that's how I've always listened to music, Kevin. I've always jumped around, and I have no problem doing that. Yeah, so... Uh, and as I say, I've raised my kids right because they like the Moody Blues and Garth Brooks. So, you know, no, I like I like Garth Brooks. I do like Garth yes. Brooks. I will have to say that he is one of my more recent favorites. I did listen to him a lot in the early '90s, especially. So, but anyway, well, folks, before we meander too far down the road, I think we'll return you to your normal upright podcast listening positions. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed our very special. You know, much like they say, we've had a special episode of Blossom. We've had a special episode of Geekiest Show Ever with Mr. Mark Green. She tree chi. Isn't that a T? Listen, Kevin. I do. I do live in Australasia, but we haven't changed our surnames just yet. Yeah, whatever. You get your chi out and talk. But we we were so we're so happy to have Mark back, and we think we may get him for two weeks in a row. I'm hoping. If I have nothing come up uh, for next week, I'll definitely be here. But uh, please check with me on the weekend, and and I'll let you know. Okay, great. So, folks, we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Mark, why don't you tell people since I know it's been a while since they've heard anything from you, where they might be able to find out more about you. Uh, just go across to subjectivesounds.com, and you can find everything you need to know about me there. That's great. Mike, would you like to tell people where, you know, in case they haven't figured out how to get a hold of you yet, where they could find you? Yeah, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, and uh, I've got my uh, sci-fi tech talk that I do with uh, Julie Keel and Jeff Sire, and I think when we finally uh, get a schedule worked out, we're going to do, be doing uh, Ex Machina or Ex Machina. Uh, next, so that's going to be nice. coming up sometime here. So, but uh, you can check it, check that out at sci-fi-tech-talk.com. That's great, and I encourage you to go have a listen. As I said, my son and I are now hooked on dark matters or dark matter because yes. of uh, no because because of listening to that show. And I, I did look up dark matter for anyone listening in Australia. It's on the Sci-Fi Channel on Foxtel, which unfortunately doesn't stream stuff. So you got to pay the stupid cable TV bill to get it. Or look so, to see if it's on Trump Amazon. Pirate. There's one of the you could buy the season, possibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could. You could. It's a great show, folks. Go out and have a yes. watch. I'm, I think I'm up to episode eight. Okay, I can't, I can't remember. The uh, I, without giving away the uh, the found uh, a, a droid just got destroyed. You okay. remember the droid they found? Sure. Okay, I'm not giving yeah. away too much. So we'll just. Well, it, it's what I call an onion show. You peel back a layer, and there's another layer there. Yep. So, yeah. folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can go over to. I'm always on Twitter. You can go over to twitter.com forward slash big underscore in underscore va over to or over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. If you want to find out more about the show, please go over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments in iTunes are always welcome. Folks, we certainly hope you've enjoyed it. We want to thank Mark for coming back on, and as always, a big thank you to Mike for being here this week. And we want you to remember one thing. If you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hey.
Lisa Pacelli, Suze Gilbert, Vicky Stokes, Women, Savvy, Geeks, Three Geeky Ladies, Technology from a Female Perspective.